Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Kyle Richards from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills hosted a baby shower for Andy Cohen at the Palm in Hollywood, and not only was the event star-studded, but it was basically the Super Bowl for all Bravo fans. Teresa Giudice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey opened up at the Season 9 reunion taping that she will not be staying with Joe Giudice if he is deported after his 41-month prison sentence is complete in March. And a fan favorite from Top Chef, Fatima Ali, tragically passed away from Ewing's sarcoma this past Friday. I'll end the show discussing my favorite moment that aired on Bravo this week. I usually tackle this mess and more with a co-host, but unfortunately my co-host for this week bailed last minute, so I'm here doing a little solo episode. It's going to be shorter than the usual Monday episode, but bear with me. There will be a guest on next week's Monday episode. So if we jump right into it, let's obviously just get into the nitty gritty with Andy Cohen's baby shower. So... Back on episode 13, we announced that Andy was having a baby. Now on episode 15, we announced that it was going to be a boy. So Andy's been in L.A. for the past few weeks recording Watch What Happens Live out of an L.A. studio rather than his normal New York one. So Kyle Richards from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills ended up hosting a party for him at the Palm Beverly Hills, and his best friend owns the Palm, Bruce Bozzi. So they went to the whole restaurant, and it was full of housewives, and honestly, it, like, ran the gamut between some of the best ones. Obviously, like, Teresa was there from Housewives of Jersey, Nini, who Andy's in love with, duh, like, Ramona Singer, and I think, obviously, everybody could see by, like, all of the memes and things on social media that Lisa Rinna was, like, on crack, like, whatever was in her bag of pills, like, she took all of them. She was out of control. Um, if you listen right here, you'll be able to hear the audio from Lisa Rinna telling everybody to, uh, dance for Andy on a table. Go now, you fucking bitches. Go, get up on a fucking table and dance for Andy now, you fuckers. Get up on a table and dance for Andy and his baby now. 
you fucking Sonia. pay for your life. Get the one at table. Sonia! Get your fucking mouth. Ramona, get your Yeah, Ramona, go. Get up on a fucking table and dance. Yeah, baby! Oh, you motherfucking housewives! <laughs> you fuckers from <laughs> So in addition to Housewives, Jenny Poulos was there. I don't really think any other like rogues from like Vanderpump Rules, none of them really got invited. It was mainly Housewives. So technically like the party planning committee were like the OGs. So it was like Vicky Gundelson from OC, Nene Leakes from Atlanta, Teresa from New Jersey, and Kyle Richards from Beverly Hills, and then Ramona Singer from New York. And the event was <laughs> a Star is Born theme, which is just so fucking typical. <laughs> so all these housewives are there. And then also, John Mayer comes, and then, like, he is, like, you know, the biggest star, obviously, that's there. And I don't know, it just seemed weird. Like, I have sources that tell me that, like, Andy and John are actually, like, in a serious relationship. So I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe they might raise this kid together. It just seems weird. Like, Andy has a lot of friends that are famous. Like, Sarah Jessica Parker wasn't there, but John Mayer was. I don't know. It seemed interesting. And then some key players, like Lisa Vanderpump, Bethany Frankel, Lu- Luann Delisseps, like, they weren't there either. And I think they were be boycotting all of this stuff because they weren't initially on the come OG Faithful, like, holiday event that Andy announced that he was going to be having a kid on. So then the housewives that were featured on there were technically the quote-unquote hosts of this event. Yeah, there was, like, a sit-down dinner. The venue was really beautiful, but obviously, like, the best part was just, like, watching how drunk everybody got and, like, seeing people talk to one another. Andy actually ended up posting this thing on his story where it was a picture of Sonia Morgan from New York and Danielle Staub from New Jersey, like, together, and he wrote the caption, like, these two are definitely getting arrested tonight, which, love that because it's so on brand <laughs> for both of them. And actually, it was speculated that Danielle Staub wasn't even invited, but then <laughs> she, like, made a big stink about it online, and then Andy invited her because she was in L.A. for the, for the event, which is hysterical. But girls from Potomac were there, Robin, Giselle, Candice, and Karen were all there. And then also from Dallas, there was... Brandy Redmond, Stephanie Holman, Leanne Locken, and I actually found it really interesting, like, watching everybody's uh, social media streams and whatnot, like, those girls seemed like they were the quietest, which is interesting, and then, like, the Beverly Hills girls were out of control, the Atlanta girls were pretty fun dancing, like, Cynthia Bailey was looking amazing with, like, an afro, and Marlo Hampton was there, and I don't know, it was really <laughs> kind of ideal, but yeah, no Lou. Bethany would have made it all about herself, and that's probably why she didn't even want to go in the first place, but she did post some picture on her Instagram saying, like, she was in LA, but she was doing some speaking engagement, so she wasn't going to be able to make it. Newbies from the OC were there, Gina and Emily, Denise Richards stopped by, you know, it was kind of, like, the most amazing day in the world, and, ugh, Tamara Judge was there, but fuck her, like, she's the worst. You know, Shannon Bedore, Dolores, Catania, Jackie, and Jennifer, the two newbies from Jersey, were there. Ramona was there. She fell off the table while she was dancing. You know, Dorinda was there. Dorit was there. So it just was like a star-studded event. Obviously, Erica Jane was there, but I'm looking at a photo now, and it looks like 
her hair looks like Cameron Diaz from that movie. Her hair looks something like Cameron Diaz's was in Something About Mary, <laughs> but I really wish I was invited to this party. It seemed pretty amazing. I wondered why DJ James Kennedy didn't DJ, but hey, who knows. But I did <laughs> find out that guests were drinking Vanderpump Rosé throughout the entire evening, which is hilarious. And, you know, Vanderpump is like, yeah, I might not be attending because I have business things to do, but I will still be making money <laughs> off of this pretty amazing. I mean, the entire Saturday evening was just the best day of my life, just watching everybody's stories. And Rina is just out of control. Like, her dancing and just her everything just made me feel so good. Obviously, Kyle was doing splits all throughout the evening, and I feel like she needs to retire that. It's just, like, no longer a good look for her. So keeping on kind of the Andy Cohen train, he's been in the news a lot recently because he's been feuding with celebrity trainer Jillian Michaels. So this is so bizarre. As I was reading about it, I just was like, what the fuck am I reporting on this? So back in 2013, Jillian Michaels came on Watch What Happens Live and whatever. I guess they had a bad experience. Even Andy Cohen said in an interview that Jillian was actually the person that he would not be willing to have back on the show. So back on January 9th, Andy gave Jillian Michaels the jackal of the day because she had been slamming the keto diet and said it was awful. And he goes, don't feel bad keto diet. A lot of people think Jillian Michaels is a bad idea. Which is fucking rude. Like, Andy's so fucking rude. So this was kind of like happening in the news. And randomly, Jillian Michaels started clapping back. She went on the podcast, skimmed from the couch, and was kind of talking a little bit more about her thoughts on the keto diet. So by the way, if you guys don't know what the keto diet is, it's a low-carb, high-fat diet. And to be honest with you, I <laughs> agree with Jillian Michaels. I think it's a shit diet, but anyways. So Jillian Michaels said, what's my take on keto? It's not a take. There is no take. The side effects, too much fat, too many calories, too many animal proteins. You got micronutri- you got, you've got micronutrient deficiencies because you're not getting all the phytonutrients and the antioxidants and polyphenols that you would be getting if you weren't afraid to eat an apple or a banana or a papaya, which is absurd. So I think this diet kind of like glamorizes the idea of eating a lot of meats and like heavier foods rather than eating like, <laughs> you know, fruits and vegetables, God forbid. So Andy obviously clapped back to her and I don't really know why they're making this a big thing. But Jillian Michaels had said in the past that she had a really crappy experience with Andy on his show and she just said he is not a nice dude. I think I'm one of the only people that said your behavior is unacceptable. Like he's constantly looking for a way to pick at me. And then she kind of followed up saying that he's an asshole who just likes to attack women. And she kind of implied, like, years ago, saying, like, I hate women, I hate watching women tear each other apart. Anybody who watches it, shame on you. It's like it was created for someone that hates women, all about the Housewives franchise, which, like, you know, I can understand a point where she's coming from. Like, yeah, we do kind of tune in for the drama and, like, the fighting aspect of it. However, I don't know. There's also something very real about it where you're watching people like live their lives and doing nothing other than living their lives. So for me, I find it like a sociological experiment more so than just, you know, women fighting. Like, there's a, there is a lot more to the shows than just fighting, unfortunately, because sometimes we just want fighting. So then Al Roker got involved, which is kind of funny. So he ended up 
agreeing with Andy saying, so Edgley and Michaels says, hashtag keto's a bad idea. This is from a woman who, who promoted on-camera bullying, deprivation, manipulation, and more weekly and more weekly in the name of weight loss. Now that sounds like bad ideas. But Jillian, yeah, went on this podcast and she's like, fuck all of these men. Like they didn't spend the last like 25 years, like literally being nutritionists, being trainers, like spending your entire life's work doing this type of stuff. So who knows? The whole thing is ridiculous. But I do kind of find Andy a little rude. He could be a little bit of a bitchy queen every once in a while. And she said she had issues with him with like the Shotsky <laughs> when she was on his show, which is hilarious. Like it's really not surprising. I mean, Andy did respond back to her saying like he hates women. He was like, I love women. Housewives is a show about women and it's predominantly for women. It's about, it's a show about friendship. It's a show about being a wife. It's a show about being a mother. It's a show about being a sister. I think Michael's probably never watched it. By the way, this is a woman who screamed at people for a living on The Biggest Loser. She should stay in her own lane. Which, mm, I do kind of agree with that clap back. So, I don't really know whose side I'm on. I agree with Jillian because I don't think the keto diet is, like, a well-balanced diet. However, don't clump for our housewives. <laughs> Speaking of other people who should keep their mouth shut, Shannon Bedore is still in a messy lawsuit with ex-house husband Jim Bellino. So, if you guys don't remember... Jim Bellino was married to Alexis Bellino, who was on OC Housewives for a few seasons. She was called Jesus Jugs. She created a Alexis Couture fashion line, um, just the trashiest dresses made of like nylon that you can find. So back in July of this past year, Shannon Bedore and Tamara Judge went on Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop podcast, and it was a live show, and the two of them were on as guests. And they were both so tanked, and they said in the middle of the recording that, you know, Jim Bellino should go to jail because of all the kids who go paralyzed from going to his, like, um, bouncy house fucking location, Sky Lounge, whatever the name is, it's escaping me. But, so Jim Bellino obviously heard this, and he filed a $1 million defamation lawsuit against Tamar Judge and one for Shannon Bedore based on the accusations that he paralyzed. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Guys, children. So, weeks after, a judge dismissed Shannon from the case, and then Jill, Jim had ended up filing an additional appeal in the hopes of moving forward with this lawsuit against her. So, <laughs> in the past, the judge kind of had noted that Jim had failed to prove solid evidence. So, after being sued, Shannon and Tara both requested that Jim's case against them just be dismissed on the grounds that the statements were <laughs> just allegedly rooted in truth, which is so dark. Like, I could definitely see Jim Bellino, like, covering up paralyzing children on an indoor trampoline park named Sky Zone. Him and Alexis, obviously, are divorced, and I actually read that they actually got divorced just because Jim didn't want her to go down with his ship since he's obviously going to have to close these businesses because of what they said about him paralyzing kids. It's so dark. It's all so dark. 
Staying in legal news, Teresa Giudice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey has opened up about her husband's deportation ruling. So at the season nine reunion taping earlier this month, it was discussed with Andy, Teresa, and obviously the other girls that if Joe gets deported back to Italy, they would be going their separate ways. So at the end of season eight's reunion, Teresa said she would consider moving overseas if Joe was deported. And she said, I mean, Italy's a beautiful place to live. I wouldn't mind. You know, I'm just saying, listen, whatever God has planned for me, that's what's going to happen. I will embrace it the best I can. So, you know, a year's time ago, she was still in for it. But now she's probably realizing, like, as a mother of four, whose daughters probably don't really speak Italian and, like, are ingrained in American culture, probably shouldn't be uprooted into moving to Italy. Oldest daughter, Gia, is 18. She's going to college this upcoming year. Gabrielle is 14. Melania is 12. And Adriana is 9. Adriana was so charismatic in this past week's episode of Housewives of Jersey. Like, I was like, where did this little spitfire come from? We're usually just, like, graced with the presence of Melania, like, being Melania or Gabriella, like, not wanting to be involved, and that I also find just intriguing on screen. She's just grown into, like, a mature young lady, and, you know, I feel like she's gone through way too much on TV. Like, she just probably is so excited to go back to college. But obviously everybody knows Joe is away for 41 months, and he will be out of jail in March 2019. I'm not sure the time frame on how someone gets deported after they're released, but... You know, I, I am still hoping and praying that he doesn't get deported back to Italy because, you know, obviously he made major, major mistakes and, like, frauded a ton of people. You know, he has lived his whole entire life here and to be already gone for so long and then have to come back and leave his family, like, that just seems like it would be, you know, pretty devastating. People keep saying they wonder if Trump will pardon him, but I kind of doubt it. Because Teresa knows Trump from Celebrity Apprentice, which is hilarious, but I doubt she made that much of a good impression. And after Trump said that Real Housewives of Atlanta alum Kenya Moore was like the worst woman he's ever worked with or met in his life, I doubt he has a you know particular fondness towards housewives. So Yolanda Foster from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was on the show from season three to season six, if you don't remember her. She was the Dutch model and the mother of Gigi and Bella Hadid, NBD. So on Instagram, the former housewife wrote uh, a post saying she had rooted herself of all breast implants, fillers, Botox, and extensions. And she's like wearing lingerie. She looks absolutely gorgeous. And so people started asking her questions in the comment section. And someone asked her if her children have had any work done to their face. Yolanda explained that they will never be putting anything foreign in her body. She goes, the person asked, well, what about your daughters, especially Bella? She is beautiful and must use fillers. And she is in the business, so how would you rationalize that? The woman asked. And she said, none of my children have ever done Botox or fillers or put anything foreign in their bodies. They they know better after seeing what I went through, Yolanda replied, since she had suffered all those years of Lyme disease. And we saw her on the show, like, get her tits removed and, like, get like every single thing that's ever been placed in her body like removed and like getting like daily colonics <laughs> it's ridiculous so bella also suffers lyme disease as well so she also has denied herself back in 2018 saying she doesn't want to do anything or put anything in her face because she doesn't want to mess it up very very interesting you know i think those girls are beautiful and as much as like you know i think bella like once she grew up, like, we saw her on the show, and everyone, like, put, put, post pictures of her, like, you know, when she was, like, 16 or 17, where she's, like, still in her awkward phase. So, like, she thinned out for sure, 
And it might honestly just be like her growing up and then her getting really skinny that has like changed her face because yeah, her face is like super sucked in. I mean, her eyebrows don't move. So that's the one kicker that it's like, okay, something's, something's going on up up there. (laughs) But I don't really think Gigi just had any work done because she's more of like the girl next door, like Cali girl, like surfer chick. Bella like looks like very like high fashion and you know, a little bit more avant-garde. I don't know if I really believe Yolanda. There's something about her holier-than-thou mentality that always made me kind of annoyed. And, like, made me just, like, roll my eyes at her. I do wish she would come back to Beverly Hills. I think that would be interesting. I don't know. I kind of... I miss, like, a holier-than-thou type of personality. But after her quote-unquote Lyme disease journey that happened randomly at the same time as her divorce, it just seemed a little bit... just seemed kind of like convenient timing for both of them to happen. I'm not saying she munchausened all over us, but I'm pretty sure something sketchy was happening. Speaking of daughters with lots of things in their faces, <laughs> Kim Solsiak Bierman from, formerly from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, now the star of Don't Be Tardy, which is her own show on Bravo. <sighs> Kim and her daughters Brielle and Ariana will be starting their own lip kit line because Kim evidently thinks she's turning into the next (laughs) Kris Jenner with kids in the beauty industry. So the beauty company is called Cab Cab Cosmetics Line, which stands for Kim, Ariana, and 3L. It's a joint venture with her daughters. They will be creating lip kits with lip liner, lip gloss, and a lipstick in coordinated shades. So right now, we can see that there's going to be two different colors, two different shade groupings. One is going to be a sweet, like, peachy light pink, and the other one is a medium pink. All three of the girls posted pictures of their design packaging, so check the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account because I posted pictures of it there. I mean, I don't know. There's truly nothing... I would really buy from the housewife, like especially beauty wise. Like, I, I, this got me thinking because Giselle Bryant from Potomac has every cute beauty. Robin from Potomac also just started a beauty line, like or at least is like slapping her name on a beauty line. You know, Lala has a beauty line. Give them Lala. Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules also has like a similar type of thing, like Robin, where she just slapped her name on something. I'm definitely missing people who also have like lipstick lines or something, but. I don't know, it seems like a stay-in-your-lane kind of thing. You know, I understand that they're, like, trying to make a buck off of them all having, like, those disgusting inflated lips. But, like, no, you're not supposed to, like, draw more attention to your lips. Like, if you want to quote Margaret Josephs from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, it looks like a monkey's asshole um, with that liner. Which, that is my favorite moment from the week, but we'll get there. The inside of the lip kit box says, people will stare, make it worth their while. Which sounds like a very Beerman-type slogan. People can't stop staring at them, especially their lips. Actually, like, during that 10-year challenge thing that was going around Instagram, Brielle posted a picture of her 10 years ago, and now, and the whole point was to prove that she looks so much better with her lips done. And it's just so, so stupid. The body dysmorphia is so real at the Beerman household. And I don't know. I just wish those girls would know, like, your face is still growing. Your body is still growing. You don't need to be putting any of this stuff on your face and 
14 pounds of extensions on your head. Like, ow, your neck must hurt. <laughs> Season 7 of Don't Be Tardy will be back February 17th, which is kind of really, really soon. So get ready for that. Should be interesting. And to end the episode, we have kind of a sad note. So Fatima Ali from Top Chef, she was on Season 15 and she came in 7th place. However, she won the fan favorite title when the season had ended last year. She has died, tragically, with a year-long battle with cancer. She was only 29 years old. She was diagnosed with cancer at the end of 2017 with Ewing sarcoma, which is a type of bone and soft tissue cancer. She had been going through chemotherapy and had surgery to remove the tumor around her left shoulder in January 2018. But unfortunately, she hasn't made it. It's really, really sad. You know, she was obviously so incredibly young. She was only 29, and she was a fan favorite on the show, and she actually also appeared on the Ellen show, where she spoke of her dreams of traveling the world and just kind of eating at her favorite places prior to, you know, hopefully, like, the inevitable not happening, which sadly it did. So at the end of the interview, Ellen actually surprised Ali with a check for 50k from Shutterfly to ensure that she had the experience that she wanted. It's really sad. So then also GoFundMe ended up creating a campaign for her and raised over $95,000 for the Sarcoma Foundation of America. So although this is like a really tragic death and, you know, no one should go this early, at least she kind of, you know, ended her life with a legacy and, you know, a really beautiful donation to the Sarcoma Foundation of America to help people who are also struggling with this type of cancer. Oh, it's really sad. Padma Lakshmi and other people from Top Chef also wrote, you know, beautiful like captions and stories about her on Instagram to memorialize her and it's just really sad and you know obviously you know thoughts and prayers to her family because obviously this is just totally tragic Ugh. well it's like the worst way to end a show but I guess we'll end it on a positive note talking about my favorite moment that happened on Bravo this week which I I mean come on the fight between Jennifer and Margaret in Cabo on the Real Housewives of New Jersey this season's so incredible Jennifer is crazy. You know, when all of the women were mentioning in the one-on-ones prior to the dinner actually happening, when they kept mentioning Jennifer's drinking, Jennifer's drinking, and you know, these editors are smart. You know, when they keep adding things in, like every word said on these shows is there on purpose. So, you know, she got so plastered. And the whole thing about the necklace and her brother not being able to sell it to them and her just turning to Teresa and telling her, well, the necklace is ugly anyways. Oh my god, it was ugly, but it was $2,000, and it was a gift, and you're such a fucking bitch. Oh my god, the whole thing was crazy, but I'm loving Jennifer. Like, I'm always the oddball out when it comes to, like, any opinions on Housewives. I don't know why. I never agree with anybody, (laughs) and I think I'm generally in the minority on loving Jennifer, but hey, give me Jennifer. (laughs) I don't know what my problem is. Well, thank you so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. Please check out Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give me five stars and rate the show. And even if you want to, like, leave a nice little review, that'd be awesome, too. Anything is appreciated. And check back on Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Hold up. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.